ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize right off the get-go for the delayed start. I know we're running like 25 minutes late, just technical issue after technical issue. Sometimes it happens. Holy shit, where's Holy the Tylenol? Uh, let's go ahead and get started. I'm JD Tierney. I am the owner of Southpaw Laser Concepts and the founder of Southpaw's Tales of the Bar Stool, this shit show that you're watching right now. And next to me is Kat, the beauty and the talent. Go ahead and say hi to everybody, Miss Kat. Hi, everybody. I am way too exhausted to be clever. So, hi. Just hi. Just hi. Well, uh, as you know, Southpaw's Tales from the Bar Stool is here to entertain you. And the purpose is to bring you community leaders, business owners, uh, military leaders, uh, other people that are influential and learn who they are off the clock behind the scenes and under the influence hopefully we'll be having um nick carpenter and his wife on shortly we were having some technical if uh, difficulties just like i have talking difficulties um but uh great great uh few people if uh i just lost my train of thought but so let's go ahead and move forward we're gonna go ahead and start our weekly drink here which is um going to lead into our theme for the night, which is knockoffs. Um, but the uh, strawberry Tito Hito. It's kind of like a mojito, it's but a not. Hito. So the first thing you're going to do is uh, get your mixing tin. Bada bing, bada boom. Nick and Jessica, we can see you in the virtual green room. We will be with you very shortly. Yay! It's working, hopefully. Well, if we can't hear them, then we're going to have to adjust. All right, so you're going to put some uh, ice in your mixing tin. You're going to uh, get your Tito's vodka or whichever vodka you're using. Tito's does not pay us. It just happens to be what we had in the house. It's made here right in Texas. But they can. So uh, We will take their money. It's going to be uh, two ounces per drink. I'm going to make both of our drinks at the same time, so it's going to be four ounces. Uh, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to do a half ounce of simple syrup, which is just equal parts water and sugar. We've got the premix stuff. It's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of sugar. Usually you'd use a lime wedge. Yeah, I can't talk. I haven't even drank. Usually you use a, a lime wedge. We use a, the true lime package just because it's nice and easy. It's dehydrated. It doesn't squirt you in the eye. It's dehydrated lime. Just Pour it in, you're good. And then you're going to use some fresh cut strawberries like we have here. Yeah, yeah. You're going to put them right in there and you're going to use the ice to actually break them up along with mint. some mint leaves. And this is mint out of my backyard because yeah, I dropped some. There's my contribution. You're so welcome. You're going to go ahead and put your lid on and you're going to shake the shit out of it. And would you mind icing? Our glasses for me, please. Yep. And use the ice that's in your mixing tin to break up the strawberry and the mint, which is going to release all the flavors that go with it. You didn't get me a straw. I You're didn't get you a straw. Tired. Yes, I'm just a big piece of shit. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> you said it really loud on the inside. Now I am. So once you do that, you're going to strain... Bada bing, bada boom. I'm making a big mess because this knockoff strainer, which is our theme tonight, knockoffs, <laughs> uh, just didn't want to do whatever I wanted it to do. But it was going to be knockoffs. Oh, we're still going to talk about knockoffs. Awesome. All right, next. And then you're finally, you're going to top it off with some lemon lime soda. We're using 7-Up Zero because we had entirely too much sugar from the simple syrup. 
She went to go get a straw and I'm not waiting for her to try it because it looks fucking tasty. Now the trick with anything with mint is you'd want to, uh, she's not going to want any in hers because she doesn't like it as minty as me, but you got to spank the mint. You put it in the palm of your hand and you just spank it. You just spank that dirty mint. You filthy, filthy mint. So. Yes, I have a thing for then, straws. Y'all get over it. It's fine. It better be delicious. Oh, that's fucking tasty. What do you think, Toots? Wow, that is really good. And the reason why I wanted to do this is is I drink mojitos a lot, but I'm out of rum, number one. And number two, it's just been stupid hot down here in South Texas. And mojitos, something fruity is just really, really uh, refreshing and tasty. Um, but here in just a few minutes, we're going to bring on uh, Nick and Jessica. Nick is the uh, founder of Legion of Loan Officers, and his wife uh, is the one who keeps his ass in line. Um, Yay. So we got to get to our sponsors real quick and then we'll bring them on. Uh, before we do that, make sure that you go to streamyard.com slash Facebook and give them permission to see your name. If you don't uh, go do that and it says Facebook user, I'm not going to comment on your comment. You can go fuck yourself. Ha, ha, ha. Um, also, if you are watching, make sure you share this and uh, get all your friends to uh, join into the uh, well choreographed shit show that so, we have for so you. So you could come on, your friends could come on, and JD could tell all y'all to go fuck yourselves. Oh, yeah. A, whole, a, a gaggle of fucks. A gaggle? Yes, an entire gaggle. It's not a Congress of fucks. <laughs> Can Maybe we talk about this? A murder of fucks? A pod. How about a pod? <laughs> like whales. See, Nick, do you see what you signed up for? So uh, the first sponsor, of course, is me, uh, Southpaw Laser Concepts. I am your home for custom laser engraved leather patch products for you, your business or event. Um, I'm actually going to Legion of Loan Officers Conclave in Vegas come August time frame, uh, which brings us to our next sponsor, which is Nick Carpenter, who is our guest, but he's also the uh, founder of Legion of Loan Officers. He's an Air Force uh, Security Forces veteran. Um, He has the, uh, the... Loan Officer Strategy Guide, which you can find at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. Uh, it's also on facebook.com slash Legion of Loan Officers. You, know, you can go there. He does some live things every Friday. Actually, throughout the week, he does live stuff. Great, great, great value. I listen a lot of times, even though I'm not in the realty or mortgage industry, just because it's stuff that I can translate to to making sales and relationships I've seen a for couple. my stuff. Mainly because it's a bearded dude talking and I'm just like, she, yeah. go on. <laughs> yeah. She she loved me a lot more before I cut a couple inches off my beard. Now no, she's like, I love you a little no, less. No, I do not love him less. He looks homeless. Okay. Now he looks like... I, well, he's you not, like homeless dudes. I don't like indigent dudes. <laughs> well, our final... Okay, a little spot. homeless, but not like a yeah. lot homeless. You were getting a lot homeless. Uh, whatever. Our last sponsor is... Uh, Five by Five Brewing, which is founded and co-owned by George Rice. It's a veteran-owned and operated craft brewery based in Mission, Texas. Um, you can find them at Facebook at 5x5 Brewing Co. We will be drinking five by five beer on our next show, which will be in a not three weeks. In three weeks from and now. And then uh, you can find them find them also at 5x5brewing.com. They just recently expanded their market to the Nueces area, Nueces County, South Texas. Um, all their stuff is named after military phrases and military weapon systems. The 40, was it the 40 Mike Mike coffee stout, the... Uh, Foo Bar. Yep, and it's even spelled Bombshell. wrong. Bombshell. Bombshell Blonde, the Liberator, all Deliberator. that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But without further ado, man, we're going to go ahead and bring Nick and Jessica aboard and hopefully we can hear them this time around. So, hey, say hi, guys. Hey, what's going on? 
It is nice to finally meet y'all and to break <laughs> your podcast, Jerry, Jessica. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so, man, uh, I'm just going to explain to everybody. We, we were 25 minutes late because of one tiny checked box that's hidden inside of a box and it's hidden inside of another box in StreamYard. And it was one of those things where I had to go like almost to the code to find it. And I'm like, I don't yeah. even remember checking that son of a bitch. What that so means that's what it was. is it was all JD's fault. Nope. Yes, it was. We'll take it. We'll take it. Nothing. Deny everything. You were blaming it on Nick's computer and it was all <laughs> you. Right. What does it create? Counter arguments. <laughs> yep. The E4 mafia. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so you know how the podcast goes, man. We're just basically going to shoot the shit. Um, we don't talk about your business except for the first three minutes. And if you want to take the whole time, you can. If you don't want to take the whole time, don't. Um, it's up to you. But you can plug whatever books, programs, uh, websites, events, anything like that. But let's go ahead and give you three minutes to introduce yourself, um, your wife, and your business. And starting now, go. You want to go first? You go first. Okay. Well, I'm Nick and this is Jessica. And uh, I founded the Legion of Loan Officers. You know, we got a couple of different things that we do to help loan officers. And, but in the end of the day, you know, we're just helping loan officers grow their business. The best way that you can get to know me and what I'm about and kind of my mentality and strategy is get a copy of, of the loan officer strategy guide. Uh, if you just go to loanofficerstrategyguide.com, you can get a free copy. It's a couple dollars for shipping and Jessica's handling. And, uh, but otherwise, you know, we'll shoot you over a free copy of the book. It has 31 different tips, tricks, and ideas on how to attract realtor partners. And that's really the best way to get to know, to get to know what we're doing. But uh, everything that we're doing is, is based around inbound marketing, not around cold calls. And it's just a cool way to grow the business. It's a way that's fun, enjoyable. And anybody that's a loan officer, definitely check us out. Grab a copy of loan officer strategy guide. What do you want to say about yourself? I'm Jess. I uh, apparently handle the books that get sent out. Um, I also am an avid cannabis connoisseur. I have a nice little cannabis garden and I have written a cannabis cookbook. Tasty. I can't actually remember the full name of it right now. Yeah, it's an awesome book though. That it is. Yeah, simple and tasty cannabis cookbook. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so actually we got some orange, orange cookie chem that we're going to spark up and enjoy while we're on the show. And uh, Jessica, she's got, you know, she doesn't really get into it too much, but she got some awesome magic skills if you're into magic with a K. And, you know, if you are, it would definitely, you know, consider reaching out. She does some cool money spells, different things that I've seen her do and just create epic change for people. And it's something that obviously, you know, people have different feelings on. And if you're into it and you think that stuff could help you, I know that it's helped us have a baby and, you know, some different aspects of, you know, using her magic and maybe it can help you too. Yeah, 25 years I have been exploring and practicing occultism, so I have a few tricks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm just jealous that you're in a state where it's legal, because once it's legal in Texas, I might partake occasionally, but until it's legal, I'm, I'm against it, <laughs> because the law says so. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking really? to it. Yes, me too, because I can't do that and work. So Plus, my boss is a dick, and he might drug test me. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what state do you live in jd doesn't tell me shit about people so i have to ask uh, we live in colorado we live in crestone colorado it's up in the mountains uh we're about three hours around four hours from denver three hours from colorado springs 
we're at 8,000 feet in a little tiny town with a thousand people here called Crestone, Colorado. That's where we're at. It's a tiny town of thousand people, but we have 32 different um, temples, ashrams, places of worship. So it's uh, it's considered the spiritual mecca of the United States. So it's a very, very unique and eclectic little town. Yeah. Is it is it like a small enough town where you basically know everybody or know of them? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's that's the, basically how I grew up. So, so if you didn't know someone, it was on purpose. Like if you dated someone, everyone yeah. knew your tan line the next day and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> so So what part of Colorado is it at? Like, well, it's, it's like South Central Colorado. Yeah. So, um, from Denver, we're we're you know we're kind of southwest from Denver. We're we're about even with Pueblo, just on the other side of the mountains. So, do you, you know, know where back, like uh, Lake City is? You're right. Uh, no. The easiest way on the map, if you look for us, is we're right next door to the Great Sand Dunes National Park. And so, if you looked that up on a map, okay, yeah, you know, yep. But a lot of people go through the, the one of the closest towns to us is called Salida. And a lot of people have gone through Salida going to different ski resorts and stuff like that. So they'll know where that's at. And we're like an hour south of Salida. So yeah, we're, we're, we're literally, legitimately in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's 60 yeah, miles to a Walmart to give you an idea. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. We'd actually, uh, we spread my brother's ashes and then I um, hid an urn in a mine in the. Uh, southwestern colorado in a place that we used to go camping as kids all the time huh. so uh that's cool um yeah and my brother was an asshole he he yeah he was an asshole he was my asshole but he was but, our asshole but he had he had to have the last laugh like we cremated him we did all the the mourning and the crying and the sobbing and the anger and all that shit and then it was me and my sister that were dumping the bag of ashes and we're at the very crest of 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 this mountain where uh where the meadow was at and it's super calm. And as soon as we start dumping the bag, this wind gust comes up and blows my brother's shit all up in my face and my beard. <laughs> my my sister's mouth was open. He, oh, oh my God. he goes, I'm going to say something I never wanted to say to you because I wasn't with him. I go, what is that? He goes, I know what my brother tastes like. <laughs> I was like oh, oh, my God. That's going to haunt my dreams. Oh, my yeah, God. Whoa. <laughs> So yeah, I, no. I definitely need to make a trip back to Colorado soon to go visit him. And, uh, <laughs> and now we know laugh. who we can go visit. And then, yeah, we'll go yeah. visit Joe. Sounds good. Yeah, we're totally just uh, inviting ourselves. Experience. I'm like, y'all are totally yeah, going to set it up. for sure worth visiting. You know, it's it's an awesome place to visit for sure. It's, it's just so incredibly unique. There's just nowhere else that has like everything that's going on here. And Crestone, it sits on top of an aquifer, which is then a... a topped by a layer of crystal quartz crystal oh. so it's says to amplify the magic that's here creating I was, special I was gonna ask, do, do you have a lot more like paranormal activity then and, and the valley as a whole sees so many ufos like there's even in the valley a ufo watchtower it's a park set up just what? so you we have zero light pollution so they just go and watch them fly through the sky that's so that is awesome <laughs> All right, we're selling the kids, and we're going okay. to go up there. I have to put that on my freaking bucket list now. Like we went, we went and saw like the Marfa lights and made like a three hour oh, like detour cool. just to go see them. So yeah, we're totally oh, into awesome. that. That sounds awesome. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah I the, think the anyone... night sky out here is like nowhere else. 
it, it, because uh, we're actually even recognized as an uh, intentional dark sky community. <clears throat> so they're really into stargazing and being able to see everything out here. So like as soon as it gets night, like nobody leaves their front porch lights on and stuff like that, like you did do every other yeah. city. Yeah. And like there's building restrictions so cool. about what kind of exterior lights you can have on your house. It's cool. Very, they take it very seriously. That's really cool. How long has that community been around? Like, is it newer or is it established? I think 1880s. It was oh, founded. Wow. 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 Yeah. Well, originally it was a mining town, but they quickly discovered that there wasn't anything here that was of value. I mean, yeah. it's just quartz. So uh, it didn't really see the expansion that a lot of the mining towns did. So how many kids do you all have? We have, we have one son. How old is he? He's 10. He's 10. Man, because I can't, I can't imagine like how amazing that would be to grow up in some a town that's so little bit so diverse. I mean, you're talking about yeah. like, yeah. that's crazy. That's great. That's great. And, you know, the school here really is the cherry on top because like it's a K through 12 school. There's 76 students total. Um, oh, and so they all know each other. They all build these really uh, amazing friendships different age ranges and uh it's also an expeditionary school so all these kids get to take these amazing trips and it's just not not like anything i've seen before oh i'm gonna ask you a really hard question who's your least favorite kid (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) not the one (laughs) um i'll probably pick like ziggy yeah you know he's probably my least favorite of people around here you know a spiritual (laughs) community it draws a lot of like hippies and so there's like Free parenting, you know, where they just kind of like let their kids go and experience life. There's not a lot of rules and um, free range so. parenting. That's what it's called. Free range parenting. Yeah, I'm okay with that to a certain degree. Yeah, to a certain, I mean, yeah. they got to yeah, experience something to enjoy life. But uh, I like rules, so yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm a, we're strict, but we're also one of those like you know you have to be able to make your own decisions in life and support yourself. So we we're strongly into them being dependent and free thinkers. But like, come on now, I'm not going to let you watch yeah. porn until. Dawn or anything like yeah. that. You know, Sorry, go outside, Daniel. Yeah, go outside, <laughs> scrape up your knee, rub dirt in it, get filthy, play in the river, yeah. come back at dark, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's but make sure all your chores are done and you are going to be responsible for chores and you're going to take out trash, wash dishes, do some laundry. You, know? you, you need to learn how yeah. to eventually do it for yourself because eventually yeah, you're going to live in like my room. I want him to be able to take care of himself so his wife doesn't have to. Right, exactly. <laughs> is that is that speaking from experience? <laughs> you know what? Because Nick was in the military, he was pretty good about handling stuff. So He knew how to fold six-inch square t-shirts. Exactly. <laughs> no, but the question is, does he organize his closet by color and everything like JD does? No, I don't, I don't get down no. like that. But I am a really good bed maker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you tuck them in like the hospital sheets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. JD does does too. I'm like, you know, I can't untuck the sheets when you do that. So, uh, no sheets. What's crazy is is you don't want to have to redo them every day. So, when you're in basic training, you learn to sleep as flat and as still as you possibly can. That way, you can just kind of slide out (laughs) and then just pull everything back tight again. Oh, my gosh. I like to wrap the sheet around my feet. So like when I get in bed, I have to like tug it and get it loose. So that way yeah. I can, yeah. Yep. So I have to have the one foot out tucked every day. Yeah. I like it all loose, loosey goosey. So if he's tucked it in tight, I'm just going to sleep on top of it. Yeah. Forget that. Um, 
No, I, I got to have the one foot hanging out because if I'm completely out of the covers, it's too cold. If I'm completely under the covers, I'm too hot. But you slip out one foot and somehow your body temperature is like perfect. Right? I'm, alwa- I'm always freaking cold. Like I, I could be like bundled up. I just don't want my face covered. In fact, I want the fan on. I want noise, but I don't know. I want covered. So I want to yeah. go back to to your town, and it's something that I saw on your Facebook about um, uh, uh, the soapbox derbies, which is something that has really gone the way of the dinosaur um, in society today. You don't see that anywhere anymore. So yeah. is that something that's like an annual thing, or was it just brought up? Or, or how, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, it used to be an annual thing every year, and then I think it stopped for a couple of years, and then a guy a guy moved here and he kind of took it back over a couple, like what in 2019, I think 2019 ish. He brought it back. He's like revived. He's like revived the whole thing. So he took it over. So yeah, they do it. And it's pretty cool because what's interesting is that first place gets $50 and second place gets $250. So, you know, really you want to win second place, which is obviously much harder, you know, to try to win second place. So it should be pretty cool, but yeah, you know, Cause we're up in the mountains. So they just run the race right through town. They start it, you know, kind of on one end of the town where it's the highest point and they just run it straight all the way down that street where it's just a downhill slope the whole way. And so it's just, you know, should be pretty fun. Is there an age range for it or are there different like categories of ages or, or no, it's it, it all come, come one, come all, you know, uh oh, JD's gonna be forty two <laughs> and surfing down the street in a box car. It, I am not above kicking the shit out of an eight year old to take second place. that's why just to make sure in case max doesn't win second place we just sold more money than that on sponsorships i saw that he did the commercial for sponsorships and that was so awesome and i think he made like 350 bucks sponsors (laughs) yeah for like he did it's like a nascar driver yeah that is awesome yeah he he and he's got a little hustle to him (laughs) already yeah, because he was yeah, he, he's done a whole commercial yeah. about uh, this sponsorship package. I'll put your hat on bef- uh, at the beginning of the race, the end of the race. This sponsorship package, you get stickers here. This sponsorship <laughs> package, you get stickers on the back of the car right here. I'm like, man, this kid's going to be a millionaire before he's old enough to drink. Holy crap. Yeah. He's always trying to find a way to make money. He just like has a, a hustle in him. It's it's adorable to watch and I, I can't wait to see what it happen you know happens as he grows up because yeah. like he's <laughs> so great at it now. So July fourth in Crestone is really is a really fun day though. You know, the soapbox derby is just one piece, but they have like a community parade and they have a they have the world famous Crestone kazoo bands. They only come out on July fourth. So you kazoo know, if you wanted to be in a kazoo band, you could come up and be part of that. I was in the kazoo band. <laughs> All right, we're still in our house. We're moving to Colorado. I know. I was about to say our <laughs> oldest son is like literally obsessed with. He's kazoos. got a kazoo that's like, like fourteen, fifteen inches he long. He loves them. He's got kazoo. dozens of kazoos. I wish I was joking. Right yeah, yeah, it's oh a pretty fun God. day though. They just got stuff going on, you know, throughout the day. It's like kind of really community focused. So it's just Americana, just stuck in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. so jealous. And by the end of it's the such day, an interesting, yeah. it's, it's such an eclectic mix of people that are here because, like Jessica mentioned, we have all these re, you know religious centers. So you get different Buddhists and Hindus and you know all these different sects of people that are coming up here. There's um, a different Japanese religion and some of this kind of stuff, and so you get a lot of really unique people. But then you also have you know um, homesteaders 
we have a big portion about half of our neighborhood is for people that are living off grid, you know, with either well, like well water and solar panels and, you know, people that are kind of like F the system and that stuff. And you, it's just a really, it's an interesting mix of, of people here that you get in this town. So I have a question for you. So I work at a hospital. There's a bunch of alarms going off during the day. So I wind up going to sleep and I hear the alarms like, oh, shit, the alarm's going off. Are you like that at the end of the kazoo day? Are you like, holy shit, there's a fucking kazoo in my room. (laughs) It reminds me of being a kid. Like, I remember going to an event when I was in the Boy Scouts and that's what we did to be. It's like every group would try to do some unique thing, you know, to stand out. And what we did is we all had kazoos. And that was like our thing of. Hey, we're here, and people would know, like, oh, there's the kazoo people, you know. So <laughs> bring me back. Who's those guys again? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really brief kazooing because the whole parade is only like maybe half a mile. So oh. you know. Okay, that's not so bad then. I mean, town I'm is thinking... literally like six six blocks is the whole town. There's like oh, okay. no stoplights or anything. Is it like just stop signs? No stoplights. No police department. What? Only a volunteer fire department. You know that kind of stuff. So it's just a free-range town then. It's not even free-range parenting. It's free-range town. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I do something wrong. You just see the, the locals like with the sheriff shows yeah. up. Yeah, the, the law is in our, in, our, in our hands now. It's like a vigilante right. justice. Well, I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of, of canyons and, and gullies to dispose of, of people. <laughs> like taking people to a train station. <laughs> Dropping their body <laughs> off the side of a road. <laughs> Yep, the train station. The train station. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You have an impressive table there. There's I see some Yeah, I know. I see whiskey on that table. That's what I see. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. I see the whole table. (laughs) No, I I just see the black. Yeah. I just see like Yeah. 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 Nick has an incredible bourbon collection. I can't see. Oh, I'm going to put y'all on the big screen. Oh, yeah. I want to so see. Look let's closer. take a look at that. Let's see. Oh, let's see. I can try to like move it over a little yeah, bit. Sorry. There's really, I mean, I got, you know, some, oh, some wow. it's really just like the open stuff and well, some of it's closed, but you know, nothing super, nothing super great up there. That is impressive. Nonetheless. Heck yeah. The only it's reason where our bar is, what's that? It's fun to run like bourbon tastings, you know, we started doing oh, yeah. them last, well, I guess like what, last year, maybe? Yeah. 2020, we started doing it and, um, you know, get 10 or 12 people to sign up for it. And then we'll send them out like two ounce samples and some Glen Kern tasting glasses. And we can all jump on Zoom or StreamYard or whatever and, um, you know, be able to taste it all together and kind of, you know, do that experience. It's not the same as doing it, obviously, in person, physically in person, but it's pretty fun nonetheless. And we would do it like on a Friday night. So that's pretty cool. And he had, yeah. because of his collection, he was able to offer like themes. So didn't you, you had a couple of different, very specific themes. So it's probably bourbons that, you know, yeah. you would never find otherwise. So it was really awesome getting, putting it all together. Yeah. I try to find like some stuff that's harder for people to find, or they wouldn't want to pay the money for a whole bottle, you know, because yeah. maybe, yeah. let's say some maybe I won't like, like it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's some of them. I'd love, love to try it, but, I just, there's no way my wallet would love to try it. And it's, yeah. <laughs> well, and my parents talked yeah. about going to, and you're going to have to help me with this, going to Ireland and there was different whiskeys going there. To, yeah, going but to the Glen. color. 
So by different color coding is like how good it is and how pricey it is. So my dad said, well, they offered me a a taste of the one that's $35 a shot. And even the taste was, I think, what do you say? Eight bucks or something. But he's like... We'll let you sniff the cork. I know, right? He's like, it was was good. (laughs) He's like, it wasn't $35 a shot good. He's like, so I'll stick with the green label. That's like the cheap label. I don't know. Some of the like some of my favorite whiskeys are still in the twenty-five to forty dollar range as far as a bottle goes. I, I I've had some of the more expensive ones, but yeah, some, my go tos are generally the thirty dollar ones. Yeah. You know, yeah. My favorite bottle is usually like fifty-five to sixty-five dollars. You know, somewhere in that in that range. It's that. E.H. Taylor uh, bottle. It's it's delicious, but it's just tough to find, you know? That's the only thing about it is I haven't actually seen one in a store for retail price in like eight months or, you know, seven months or something like that. So it's it's just really tough to find, but um, man, it's so delicious. E.H. Taylor. I'm writing it down so I can yeah, try to find some for J.D. <laughs> yeah, this one right here. I married a whiskey guy, so... Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me zoom in. Yeah, I never knew I was a whiskey snob until I counted um, all the whiskey bottles in the house. That's not our fault, though. We have parties and, there was like, and people just leave there them There was here. like 18 bottles, 18 different brands of whiskey in the house. And I'm like, okay. Seriously, I'm, I'm people not... people would bring them for parties and just leave them. And so we're like, all right. And, then, and really, you can say that about our entire bar. Like, I think we bought maybe a fifth of what's in our bar. And it's like, we didn't buy that. People just keep leaving yeah. their shit here. You don't come back and claim it. It's ours now. But we're very fortunate that we have friends that come over that um, bring their. Own they think shit. it's it's rude to show up empty handed. Yeah. So they're like, I come bearing gifts. That's how I got my Blantons, and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then at first I didn't want to drink it at all. I'm like, no, no, I'm this is this is gold. Yeah. And then I was like, oh fuck that. Whiskey's meant to be drank, just like if you own like a classic hot rod. It's not going to sit in the garage. I'm going to drive the shit out of it. Nick, I think we found your next biggest fan. Mark says, yes, bourbon tasting. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, definitely, they're, definitely a good, they're definitely a good time, you know, and it's cool because there's usually some of the same people will come back and some different people will come in. And, you know, so every time the, the kind of the the room sort of changes, you know, a little bit each time. And it's been it's been a lot. of And same thing for me where I've been able to take because there's not really any profit in it. I just take all the money and go and find cool bottles and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's been fun for me because I end up same thing where I just get to try different bottles that otherwise I probably wouldn't, you know, I'm kind of, I'll try different things, but man, to go spend $250 or, you know, that kind of range on a bottle that you don't know is delicious already. It's, I won't do it. You know, like a hundred dollars is about my maximum if I haven't had it and I don't know if it's delicious, you know, um, so it's just a way that even for me personally, selfishly, I get to try new stuff, but it's also just really fun, you know, to do it with other people. And, you know, are you like one of those legit me. guys? Like, do you have a flight with like different glasses in it and have it all laid out all professional, your name laser engraved in it? <laughs> that would be, that would be fun. Yeah. We just well, have the glasses. I know a guy. And, yeah. I know Jessica, a guy. Jessica does a, she, she takes the, um, we take the samples and we dip them in wax, kind of like uh, the maker's mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when they when they come, the color coded. Yeah, they're all color coded, so it's a blind tasting. So the first time we do it, we just do a blind. We pick who the winner is, and then 
we announce, you know, what each one is, and then we'll go back and do another tasting and see if it changes. Because, you know, sometimes when somebody knows what it is, it changes their opinion. What was the most surprising? Like, have you ever had one where, like, holy crap, like a majority of people voted on this is like the cheapest bottle? Was there ever any situation like that? Huh. Okay. Well, one that was really surprising was we ran a, we ran an all Blanton's tasting, and it had like the regular Blanton's, and then it had the Blanton's Green Label from Japan. We had Blanton's Gold and the Black Label. I don't know. It was three. It was four different Blanton's, and the regular Blanton's won. And I thought that was really surprising. Oh. That, that is it won over yeah all the other more expensive harder to find blends you know um, so I thought that was pretty surprising one that one that I love now since the taste is um, smoke wagon uncut unfiltered it's one that's out of Las Vegas and you know I tried it the very first time in the tasting and was like man this is amazing and now it's probably one of my favorites you know because it's easy to, it, it's delicious and it's easy to find and it's in that like. range. So it's pretty decent, you know, there's, um, it's the TX bourbon, uh, barrel proof that that's made down here. I can't remember where it's made out here, but that's uh, that's not even my favorite. My favorite is Rebecca Creek. Well, the the TX bourbon was what I was drinking on St. Patty's day and I was doing a whiskey sours with it. And after like three of them, I'm like, man, I'm feeling really good. (laughs) Why am I feeling so good? I've only had three. I mean, I was a little heavy on the elbow, but not not that heavy. On the elbow. <laughs> and I look at it. He's a cheap date. It's and my it favorite was, thing. Uh, <laughs> it was like fifty nine point four percent. I was like, oh, that might explain it. It's not your typical, you know, eighty proof. Nope. It was way up there, and I'm like, oh yeah. I guess I should sew the so fuck down. So if y'all want to come to Texas, the beach is right down the road. Y'all can stay with us. Bring your son, and we'll have a <laughs> Texas a Texas whiskey tasting, and we'll get our favorite kinds and let you judge them. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. There's a there's a there's a distillery like 20 miles uh, down the road from us that's owned by a veteran. Um, and it's called Justice Label. Justice there's, Label. There's Yellow Rose. There's whiskey. another. Well, there's another one that has the 15 year age bourbon. It's a Aerodrome, and that's over by the okay. Navy base here in town. Yeah, there's a bunch. And uh, a bunch. He's he takes his stuff seriously. Oh. I went in there and and ordered an old fashioned, oh. and it's like a legit. Hold on muddled old fashioned and if there's anybody listening who has a different whiskey that we definitely need to try you can send it to us for free we'll put it on the air how yeah. about that Boom. and we'll say your name yes. twice one for time one mention but now that you're saying two mentions <laughs> yeah, that's a sweet deal. yeah and jd will do a little dance where he rubs his nipples and everything it'll be oh really wow <laughs> y'all, y'all are really piling on the bonuses for real <laughs> but wait there's more no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I, was in waco. I taught a i taught a class in waco like a week and a half ago or last week and uh when was that that was last week yeah, last week on Thursday, and we went to uh, Balcones tasting room afterwards, and because Balcones is made there in Waco, and um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Man, next time you're in that area, let us know. That's only like three hour drive for us to get up there. Plus, we have Waco? family. Yeah, no, yeah, Waco's good. right next to Salado. Oh yeah, we have family in Salado, which is so perfect. yeah, absolutely. Let us perfect. know next time you're in that area. We'll definitely uh, go meet in person. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, my, my parents are in Corsicana. Oh, yeah. I grew, so, I uh, went to college in Tyler, which is right down the road from Corsicana. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that's why we're down there sometimes is because my parents are down there. Yeah. Awesome. 
Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Okay, good. I'm sure, I don't know if Jessica's watched on Nick. I know you've caught the episodes here and there. Um, but there's two things we do every single episode. One of them is the unpopular opinion. And that's where we each go around and say an unpopular opinion. Then we get the uh, feedback off each other. If you agree, disagree, and why not? And um, you want to start or you want me to start? I can start. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Oh, look, I had one already. But then y'all started talking. We we're talking to you. And then I have another. Okay. So two unpopular opinions. One, I'm going to go with the one that might be not as unpopular as the other. And that is if you think that we are alone in the universe, you are very, very naive. Very naive. It is an it is an infinite universe, and we're the only living things in it. Come on now. I I, I think a lot of people would agree with uh, that. You would think, but that's why I said I I don't know if it's an actual unpopular. So I I marked that. But my other one is price does not make quality. People, I go to Goodwill. I get everything for there for me, my kids, everything. I pay a dollar something per item. And guess what? Just as good. Yes, it's used. Don't care because I don't think you have to have the newest and greatest of everything. I can't afford it. I've got three boys. They tear through crap like crazy. Wow. Shop at Goodwill. Shop at resale shops. Uh, yeah, I get it. It's used. Don't care. I, just can't, I can't buy used shoes. Besides that, I'm, I'm cool. I own half of my shoes are used. <laughs> I don't uh, care. Uh, oh, well. Oh so, well. What are your thoughts on both of those unpopular opinions there? Okay, you go first. I mean, yeah, with kids' clothes, if it's got life in it, pass it on. So if you can find good clothes at Goodwill, yep. All of Max's clothes I give to my friend. She's got a son that's about two years younger than him. So definitely as long as it's got wear, keep it keep it going. Mm-hmm. And the first one, yeah, I totally agree. I think that there definitely has to be more in, in the universe. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that's the number I'm, of people that believe in in UFOs now versus, or not just UFOs, but just life outside of Earth is much greater than what it was even 10 years ago. You think so? Yeah. Right. I think we're well, being conditioned to believe it too. The government told us yeah, that they're, that they're out there year. last year. They just snuck it in there that's in the midst true. of COVID. They're like, right. oh, by the way, aliens... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they released all the all the uh, all the uh, uh, tapes from from uh, aircraft. That's and exactly stuff, from what naval they aircraft. did. They're like, look yeah. over here. Right. There's aliens. Look over here. Make sure that you're make sure that you're wearing that mask, aliens, and uh, you're going <laughs> to uh, vaccine aliens. <laughs> exactly. I do believe though that there's some sort of large report that they're working on that. You know, who knows how long it'll take for them to put together, but I think that there's something coming more information. So, but I I can, I hope so. I can, I can honestly understand why the government would hold those secrets because the masses are ignorant. Yeah. People as a whole in groups are fucking stupid. And if you don't believe me, just look at the toilet shortage, toilet paper shortage of February 26, uh, 2020. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Those people are shitty, pun intended. Yeah, and then the gas shortage earlier this year from when there was a, a pipeline issue in yeah. eastern US, but people you were, were buying bags. Yeah. Right. It's like you dumbass. Putting it, putting it in like Coke baggies. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, I got a quarter gallon. Yeah, you gotta be more of those gallons again. <laughs> 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 so you're like, 
So my unpopular opinion, Charmin. <laughs> it's it's mine's actually just a really simple, stupid one. But I believe that ketchup should only be room temperature and never be refrigerated. It's disgusting if it's cold. <laughs> room temperature ketchup tastes weird to me. So there you go. No, like packet. Like when you have the packets on the on the counter, that temperature yeah. is perfect. You're definitely right that it tastes better. It definitely does taste. Actually, as I'm thinking about it right now, Jessica's favorite ketchup in the whole world comes from McDonald's yeah. in Salida, Colorado. So if you're ever there, get some of that ketchup. Man, it's the best. Maybe throw a little extra salt on the fries if you really want to get down. But uh, otherwise, you know, and, and if you think, I mean, Stop. restaurant ketchup Stop is talking. pretty much always room temperature. You know, when you th- but the only ketchup is like in our houses in the refrigerator. Well, so I just read an article about this like three days ago, and it pretty much said that this sh- it shouldn't be in there. So I wonder if it just has to do with like shelf life because we don't go through it as fast as the restaurants and stuff. So that's why people probably started putting it in the we don't probably fast. Yeah, but I wonder how long it lasts on the counter. You know? I don't know. We'll well we I'm always buy you two don't bottles. Refrigerate yours, right? Well, we buy two bottles of ketchup because I'm the only one in the house that likes it room temperature. Everybody else likes it cold. Yeah, so we have so one's in the pantry, one's in the fridge. But and, y'all don't talk about salt with JD. We're trying to get his blood his. Heart under control, and you're talking dirty to him, Nick, and you're Uh-oh. talking sexy. It's not the Stop salt. It. It's it's y'all's the beards are going to be like Velcro together. Okay, we're not having this. <laughs> are we? Or are we, we are? I don't know. I got maybe we'll we see, are. Especially if we get to finally meet up in August. Who knows what can happen? It's Vegas, baby. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> y'all have fun. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any unpopular opinions that y'all want to bring up? I know it's off the cuff and. But, uh, oh, sure. I mean, we can always come up with unpopular opinions. Go for it. Oh, you should go first. Okay. How about there should be less government programs or there should be restrictions on it to where if somebody gets on some services, they have some requirements or some time frame or something because I see so many people in our community that's, that, that want to be independent but yet are secretly getting all this all these social services and they just like, it's like a lifestyle. You know, it becomes a lifestyle exactly. to just live off of all the services and you know, coming to the food bank and getting all the things that exist, you know, all the free stuff. And that's it. I think sometimes there should be some requirements or time frame limitations or I completely or, agree. Know, the goal shouldn't be like, hey, this is how you're going to live for the rest of your life. It should be to somehow help them get better, you know? So my my situation is, or my like suggestion is instead of making people want to be dependent on the government, how about you give them the resources where they can become independent? How about you give them free childcare so they can go back to college? Because childcare is expensive. How about, okay, we're going to give you this many years, we're going to help you with college, help you with housing, so you can actually or even find a, a way school. to support yourself. Or trade school, exactly. Yeah, go but welding a, or carpentry or something. Find a way to help them help themselves instead of just handouts and Right. forever handouts and actually there's there there are some good programs and i just found out about about one recently is um the texas workforce commission which is pretty much like the unemployment office for texas um mm-hmm. they actually do a thing to where if you are employed if you have a job or even if you're self-employed like myself they will pay for your sleep study for sleep apnea because they see it as keeping you healthy and keeping you employed because sleep is such a, a, a necessary thing to be healthy yeah. Um, on so many different levels. So they'll actually pay for both of the uh, sleep studies that they do because they do one and then they do another one to kind of compare and contrast results. Yeah. And then after that, they um, help pay for the CPAP machine. Yep. 
but you have to be employed. You have to have a job um, to be able to qualify for this program. And I think that there should be more program. I mean, if we're going to be taxed and spending money, then yeah, let's do that. A lot more of that keeping people moving in the right direction is awesome. Yeah. 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 And Generally, we don't get on politics, but that was just a fun. Is that a politics? Is that a political? I don't even feel like it's political necessarily. It's just like, you know, I just I just see it with my own eyes. Like people take it as a lifestyle. You know, they're like, "Well, I'm going to sure. do that," versus like, "I'm going to do that," and then I'm going to try to figure out something better. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot of people. I see that there there's not a goal for something better. It's like a lifestyle choice. You know, I don't know. To me, that's not. That's that shouldn't be the intention. It should, I'm all for helping right. people or figuring out ways to help them improve and get better and change their mindset. You know, because I mean, depending on where people are coming from and what they've seen with their eyes, I mean, you only know what you've seen. You know, in a lot of cases. And if you know, I, a perfect example, there was a guy here that we want to help a little bit, and he's 21, and like you know, I feel like he had some uh, good yeah. potential. And I offered him a job. Hey, man, come and work for me four hours a week. You know, every Monday, just show up. I'll just always have stuff for you to do. And, like, it just fizzled out, you know? And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing where some people just need to be able to, you know, have some different, um, like, see something different, you know, like, see some different potential, see some different right. possibilities. And Yeah, possibilities. I'm all for that, like, programs that, that help people improve, get better, get more independent, but not, like, live on dependence forever. Oh, yeah. I was actually told by someone who used to work for uh, WIC, the WIC office here in Texas. And uh, her and I went to school together a long time ago. We reconnected. Well, I have three kids. And she's like, you have three kids and you work? Like, how do you do that? I'm like, how do you support yourselves without two incomes these days? It's very difficult. And she was like, oh, well, that's easy. Um, My husband and I got divorced. He moved in with his mom. I rent the house from him. I quit my job. And the government gives me enough money for my housing to rent the house from him. Even though he still lives here, they don't know that. Um, They pay me enough for a cell phone, groceries, everything. She's worked the fucking system. And she learned the system because she worked for it. And she's trying to tell me to do this. And I'm like, yeah, no, I have way too much pride in myself to just live off the government. And she's just oh, yeah. like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, okay, never mind then. Well, I've got, I've got a, I've got an <laughs> aunt that lives in um, Albuquerque. And before she had retired, she was um, project manager for a major national construction company. They built like the giant, uh, like IMAX style movie theaters yeah. and malls, like just huge, huge buildings. Um, and she had spent. I'm, I'm probably going to butcher part of the story, but I'm paraphrasing it. Is that she spent pretty much an entire afternoon going around to where all the local panhandlers and homeless people would hang out, handing out business cards saying, Hey, if you come to work for us, you know, we're going to give you a decent wage. We're going to get you started. We're going to get you off feet. We're going to give you a couple meals a day. You know, just come on in, yeah. you know, you're going to start at the bottom, but we're going to teach you just come on in. And out of, I don't know how many business cards that she handed out. It had to be, hundreds you would think you know if she spent a whole afternoon doing it um one person showed up for a job and that was it Hmm. and it was pretty much there was no drug test no nothing just show up work so and and the the one guy showed up and i guess that he uh he had stayed there for well over a decade and just worked his way up the the chain that's awesome so the moral of the story don't be lazy damn it (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're watching this and you're milking the system well fuck you (laughs) 
No, that's not what we, that's not what I said. No, no, that's what I said. Oh. I stand by that too. <laughs> don't fuck yourself. Don't fuck your mother. Just fucking get off the couch and get a job. And quit fucking me with my taxes. <laughs> that's it. Stop living off us. God. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Soapbox done. Yeah. Uh, Jess, <laughs> Jess, did you have an unpopular opinion? I think right now Colorado isn't doing any masks anymore and I miss it because I have always had um, resting bitch face quite severe piece of it and um, the mask you know kind of makes that less so so uh, now people can see that or at least perceive that I'm scowling at them when I'm just you know not being aware so uh, yeah I think I'm going to miss masks I have to start being more aware of my facial features you know my expressions in public her face oh, no, my says face a lot more than her mouth does away every fucking time so now I'm actually going to have to watch what my face says not just what my mouth says but I've been saying it from the beginning It's I've, I've been joking around at work saying I'm sick of being judged on my personality can I take this mask off now <laughs> I do have to say that is the most legit reason to want a mask that I've ever heard. <laughs> Get the fuck off me. <laughs> I have my personal beliefs about the whole pandemic, but that's, uh, funny though. that's the best reason I've ever heard for a mask ever. Yeah. It's like Michael Jackson. He used to wear a mask before it was popular. Yeah. You know? His kids always have one on. I mean, in Asia, they constantly wear masks. Yeah, you can probably keep it rocking if you just get something yeah. stylish. I'm thinking about maybe just uh, wearing my sunglasses everywhere, kind of like training wheels back. I got my sister the two shirts, one that says, even after COVID, I want you to stay away from me. And the other one says, it's very small and it's embroidered here that says, you're standing too close. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because she's she not only has resting bitch face, she's just a straight up bitch, and she's honest about it. God bless her; she owns it. But she does. She does has active white bitch people. face. Yeah, she's active, <laughs> actively yeah. being a bitch. She has active bitch face. Yes, exactly. Hi, I know you're watching. Hi, Amanda. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love you though. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere. She's I just completely my blanked bitch. out. <laughs> I just completely lost my, my train of thought. Oh, you were gonna go to Would You Rather? Oh, was That's I? What, yes, you All were. Right. You were gonna. Well, go let's to go would to our second stable for every episode we do, and it's Would You Rather, and it's just retarded, retarded shit that we do every time. You get to <laughs> okay. So, would you rather eat medium rare chicken <gasps> or have dental work with only half numb? <gasps> yeah. Either I would definitely, eat a, I would definitely eat the chicken over that yeah. over the dental piece because no, I, I hate the eat, dentist. I think eat I the chicken. Have, yeah, I would just be sick for a day. Exactly, I'd rather get salmonella than deal with dental work without. No, fuck that. I won't about do you, the dental work thing. I had a root canal or yeah, root canal done. I don't know when we were in Puerto Rico, and then I had to have it redone as soon as we got back here. And I wasn't all the way numb when they were doing that. Um, my I accepted the anesthesia uh, in a weird way, so I think I would do that again before I would make myself sick with chicken. I don't know. Ugh, that just <laughs> I don't even think I can eat it. I don't think like the texture and everything. No. Mark said he's had both. Oh shit. I I, I think the dental work is definitely where I'd go because you know what. It'll, it'll hurt when they're doing it, but once it's done, it's done. 
Yeah. But but food poisoning like that hurts you for days. Yeah. It, it takes it's days to recover from food poisoning. No, no way. Not a hundred percent guarantee. Where the dentist is a guarantee. You know. I think exactly. that exactly. I'm good with it. And my chances yeah. in the chicken. Yeah, me too. I've seen my cat eat some crazy stuff, so I'm guessing <laughs> I, got, I got I got a decent chance. If that bitch can do it, I can do it. <laughs> side side note: We've got a cat that's learned to use the doggy door and go outside. <laughs> that is true. And she started leaving me presents in my office chair starting oh, yeah, this morning. Awesome. That birds. that was not fun. Dead birds. She is loving JD. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, I'm her favorite. Which explains why our mar- male cat has moved on to the other female cat we have, as opposed to her. He's like, "Oh, bitch is leaving another dude presents." Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm moving on. <laughs> so what's your would you rather me? cat? It always happened with what? us with, with our cat. You know, we, we had a um we had a big male mouser cat basically and one day he just never came back. And uh oh, I used to with us, we used to like if we would go on a trip or whatever for a couple days, we would come <laughs> back every single time he would leave and he would go kill something and bring it back and be like, All right, yeah. you guys are probably hungry, you know, you've been out there for a few days. Have have some of this medium rare dead pigeon. Mark says says that means she loves you. You know what, Maisie? Back the fuck off. He's mine. (laughs) It's Maisie. Maisie. Yeah, our cat's name is a rapper. She it's M A Y hyphen Z. Maisie. I want to get her a little gold. We're gonna get her gold chain and everything. (laughs) All right. So my would you rather? Would you rather use sandpaper as toilet paper for a week? Or hot sauce as eye drops for a few days. Oh. Wait, how long do we have to do um, hot sauce drops? For yeah. Three days. Hot oh, sauce. Three days of eye, eye drop hot sauce. Yeah. Or a week of- What are you worried about? Yeah, I'm going with the same paper. I'm just going to be <laughs> very, 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 very gentle with it. <laughs> I've seen Steve-O put, put hot sauce in his eyes. You know, on hot ones, he put hot sauce like he just dumped it in his eyeball like a weirdo. I've gotten, you know, when you're cutting peppers, you've never gotten it in your eye doing that. Oh God, it's I don't want to deliberately do that to myself for three days. How often? Every day for three days. Uh, you and JD, you um, probably got pepper spray. Couple times a day. Oh yeah, What's I'm that? on that. I'm going very gently with the sandpaper. No, yeah. <laughs> gentle, gentle sandpaper. <laughs> are we talking about? Are we talking about like 200 grit, or we're talking about 50 grit? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Size, right? <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> yeah. Is it like? Is it like polishing sandpaper, or is it like we're removing? Like, the finish chunks of rust. Or, or we're starting level. I think I probably try the sandpaper. You know, yeah. yeah. I'll give it. I think I would give it a go. I, we got pepper sprayed going through text. You know, when I got to my, you know, when we got to the base, we had to get pepper sprayed and going through training for security forces. And man, that was enough for me to, to never want to be a raper or anything like that because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. pepper sprayed is no good. I mean, that's the only reason you weren't a rapist, but hey, I mean, <laughs> that, that OC test deterred me from raping people. <laughs> no pepper spray. Yeah, I, so I shall not rape today. Again. We'll make a t shirt for you. This is Darwinistic conditioning. <laughs> no, I would definitely go with, I would, I would go with the, with the, Pepper eye drops. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy you must shit. Have pain my tushy is sensitive. You know what's funny? Yeah. JD shouldn't. He only poops every like few days. Like he has to wipe less than anybody else. 
I do, hey, I actually have an appointment for that, so let's let's keep that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's some strange <laughs> things happening with my gastrointestinal. You have a pooper appointment. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> you got any more salad, man? Oh, he does. I do. I eat a lot more of greens. He does. Yeah. And then he gets backed up, and we've been doing like a high protein, low carb diet. So it's the protein farts and the protein shits all built up in there, and he will gag a horse. Like, oh, don't let her fool you. She's also on the same high protein diet, so I her poop. ass is just as bad. But I poop. <laughs> but I poop. Uh, and I would take the sandpaper, but I'd start with the heavy grit and get to the fine one. So take all the hair off and then smooth that bitch out, and I'll look like a porn star when I'm done. <laughs> Polished, it'll polished be on, tiny. It'll be on the cover of oh, a magazine. I think about that, man. That would be rough if it has to pull all my hairs off. That's a <laughs> oh my god! Does your ass look like your beard? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Not level, but you know. And, and, and we've officially gone off the track. Close so second, right? Close second. You're like you're you're like my ass is Amish, my face is homeless. Like that's how <laughs> that is so awful. No, nope. come on. I waited a long time to make an ass joke. So, so uh, y'all have? Can y'all think of a would you rather off the top of your heads, or you want to move on? You gotta have something for this. You're the Ooh, yeah. super creative brain here, huh? Okay, how about how about if a car if a uh man? Okay, I, I don't really I don't really have a, I don't really have a super great one right off the top of my head. It doesn't have to That's be cool. it doesn't have to be great. I mean, come on. Okay, let's see. Okay, would you rather would you rather have to would you rather have to walk on glass? You know, maybe like six feet across some broken glass. Or would you rather have to rap a one minute freestyle that that's actually good? <laughs> oh shit! Walk on glass. <laughs> I can't rap. I'm fucking. I am so white. Freestyle, as in I have to make it up off the top of my head. Yeah, off the dome. Oh no, I'm I'm like white, or you have to accentuate the H and it white. <laughs> okay, white. I could. Could I freestyle for an entire minute? Maybe. Will it be good? Right. No. <laughs> no. No. Am I clever? And could I come up with shit off the top of my head? And would one part be funny? Probably. But the rest of it, hot garbage. But I would right. still do the one minute rap. No. 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 Uh-uh, I'm not doing the glass. If it was hot coals, I'd walk over the hot coals because I want to do that anyway. The, I'm so excited about doing that. The way I rap does sound a lot like the shit that you hear on the radio nowadays. So I'm pretty sure I'd probably get away from it because there's no inflection. It's just... Okay, look. I was gonna say I would choose the rap too because I've heard SoundCloud rappers. So like, I know I have a strong chance here to not suck too terribly. <laughs> Absolutely. By, by comparison, you're amazing. Sir mix a lot. Sir mix a lot. I like big butts. Is my theme song. I have been prepared for this my entire life. I got this. But you got to make up your own words. I know. I, and I, rhythm. I, no. And rhyme scheme. <laughs> I figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> or I wouldn't and I'd suck and oh well, I still win. <laughs> it's one minute. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just my feet. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, you'd be like oh, cut wow. up for weeks. No, I'm good. Like it's the first time. All that, uh, 
It's going to be Tony Robbins walking on the hot coals thing. Well, she says yeah. she wants to do that. I want to do hot coals because I'm always freezing. So I thought maybe <laughs> if I walk across hot coals, my feet would actually defrost for once in my life. I'm like, wow. I really want to do that someday. Well, I do. Some of, those, some of those plug-in socks, you know, where it, like they heat up. <laughs> maybe that's what I need because I actually just use JD's back. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, like I'm getting those crevices. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, oh. He, he just, oh, we have we have a would you rather from uh, one of the one of the uh, audience viewers. So Mark asks, would you rather ride bitch? On a rice burner or walk home? <laughs> Am I wearing shorts? I'm walking. I don't care what I'm wearing. I'm walking. Uh, how far That's is funny. home? Uh, I, they could be cross country. Rice burner? Fuck it. Those girls on the back of those rice burners are wearing like jean shorts and flip flops. I'm done. I'm we're good. Like, we're like butt to nuts on a motorcycle. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. I that at first. Oh, yeah. Well, Huh. But what's I'm the not, option for that? Would you walk or ride ride bitch on a rice burner? Well, I'm guessing Nick, you'll ride. I'll, Nick, I'll probably just have to go for it. And try how to ride. far are we going? <laughs> exactly. But, I don't get. I will look like Forrest Gump and be like, and I was just Nick, walking. It's your nuts you on someone else's all the time. butt. You ride a motorcycle. But it's your nuts on someone's butt, so that's a little better. <laughs> it's not gay if you're a. Uh, it's gay. <laughs> At least you're both still wearing your pants. That's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nope. Ew. No doubt. What was that? Ew. Whole mint leaf in my mouth. Yeah, the cocktail oh. you made it looked delicious. That's it is, those strawberries are really good. We got sweet. them at a farmer's market last week, and they oh, are nice. They are sweet. Like, we got this salsa too sweet. from these people that showed. I've never seen these people there, and this salsa was. Amazing! I I, uh, I uh, marinated the chicken that we made tonight for our chicken salads in the salsa with Italian dressing for like four hours before I cooked the it. Salsa on top, little oh, ranch. Yeah, it was fucking delicious. Okay, look, I splurged and I crumbled up a few Cool Ranch Doritos on top for that crunch. <laughs> it was freaking delicious, people. You made it into like yeah. prison food. <laughs> I know. I'm no, like- we're well, we're 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 dieting because of my doctor and and his stupid opinions. <laughs> Stupid dumbass. He doesn't always. I've, I've got, uh, I guess, my liver enzymes between uh, his liver two blood tests uh, that were like a month and a half apart. My liver enzymes had like tripled. And no uh, one knows what that means but me. So, yeah, I don't know what it means, but apparently it's not good. And they're like, he's like, yep, carbs yes. and sugar go bye bye. His liver is like, not you. excreting what it needs to. So he's not producing bile the way he's supposed to. Mm. So bile is what makes your poop look brown and, and, and orangish and yellowish, whatever. Super so. deep into this. Yes, I'm going into poop. People. <laughs> I talked about Shrek like jizz a few weeks right? ago. What do you want? We spent like 30 minutes on Shrek jizz. I really did. And I made jello shots. Hold on. I made jello shots that looks like Shrek jizz. Oh, yeah. I want one. <laughs> she did. She made, we, we have a we have a, a 120 inch projector screen that we set up in the back. I made a, a frame out of two inch PVC that, so we can set it up in the backyard. We invite all of our friends and all of our ki- uh, friends' kids over. And we have like movie nights. Like we watched the Goonies Saturday night. And so it was just watching the Goonies out in the backyard with your feet, you know, bare feet in the grass, just hanging out, taking jello shots, drinking beer, smoking cigars. 
It was a good time. Okay. So I made three different green jello shots. Don't you dare take them. I have them organized. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I made three and three different colors of green. And JD and I are going to close our eyes and we're going to pick which color of green we think Shrek Jizz is. Okay. You ready? One, two, three. No, they're different colors. This is what I think Shrek Jizz looks like. I was supposed to close my eyes and and pick. Oh no! Like I meant, we're gonna close our eyes so we don't see each other's choices. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even look which one I picked. I was just closing my eyes. Which one do you think it looks like Shrek Jizz? I wanted them to be random so that. I would think that Shrek Jizz would be dark. No way! I think like a dark green. Light. What do you think? What do y'all think? Which one is the color Shrek Jizz? One, two, or three? What Shrek? No, you're having the wrong order. Put them down. One, two, or three. This is three. You know, Shrek. This is one. Shrek. Yeah, number one, definitely. This one? Yeah. Yeah. This I one agree. One. Yeah. Bam! You're outnumbered. Everybody who's watching, which one <laughs> is the color of Shrek Jizz? Because <laughs> this is this is the shit show that y'all Shrek agreed Jizz. to do. Light green. Mark agrees. Everybody agrees but you. You suck. Maybe like Fiona, is she a little bit darker green? That's why I would agree. This is the color of Fiona's semen. (laughs) Yeah, Fiona's squirt is like that. Fiona's squirt is definitely this one. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. And this is why y'all watch people right now. And Nick, this is what you've been sponsoring. (laughs) Oh, no. He's going to pull a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sponsor. What? He's like, I should have watched from the beginning before I renewed so my like, what, is, what does it taste like? No, this one, the one I, that we think is Shrek Jizz, that is watermelon with watermelon rum. This one that is Fiona's um, squirts Splat. is, <laughs> yes, splatters is uh, <laughs> blue raspberry limeade with um, with rum, with regular rum. This is key lime pie. I actually put real lime in this and it's, it's lime jello delicious. and vodka. It's it, key lime pie is awesome. Yeah. The key lime pie is oh no, it's a it's cream vodka. It's the whipped vodka. So it has that creaminess like a cre- key lime pie has. It's very freaking delicious. Wow. That's tasty. Yeah. yeah. So this is my thing. I love making jello shots when people are coming over because uh-huh. Cause I like them and yeah, that's, that's how it works. First time I've ever had a jello shot that had like flavor crafting like you have there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually I made a hundred, almost 150 jello shots for our party. I even have strawberry. I have a cherry limeade. I can make strawberry limeade, uh, orange wow. cream, dreamsicle, wow. you name it. Grape, any color, cool. any flavor you want. I can make sour apple, like whatever you want. I whatever's your favorite flavor. You let me know. Y'all come on down. I'll make them for you. She's got it down to a science. I do. Yeah, sounds right. awesome. <laughs> so outside, so outside of whiskey, let's see. Uh, are you a cigar smoker? Because generally they go um, hand in hand. Not a ton of cigars. Yeah, mostly I just. I mean, I like to smoke blunt. You know, so I like to take swishers or optimos or something like that and split them and fill, refill it with weed and then smoke that as a cigar. You know, I went to a I went to an event one time in Puerto Rico and the guy, you know, was like had everybody on his back porch and they're all smoking cigars and stuff. He's like, Yeah, just pick whatever you want from the humidor, you know? And you know, me, I'm just like, can I just I just want to smoke my blunt, 
you know? So, yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, I just have never gotten too into cigars, but I do enjoy a good blunt, though. Man, we don't have that luxury here in Texas, so I wouldn't know. I I have not indulged in in marijuana. Because I would be risking my job. (laughs) Yeah, I have not indulged in in the marijuana. It's illegal. We would never break the law. I I experimented in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And this never stopped. (laughs) And and authorities, you you can't use this as as evidence. I didn't smoke out in the Air Force, you know, because I was always nervous about it in the Air Force. As soon as I got out, I was smoking again. I remember being in Iraq and there were some people from, there were some Tongans or Samoans or one of those two and Raiders. they were getting <laughs> stuff shipped in and they were selling mm-hmm. joints for like $40 for joints in Iraq. Oh gosh, wow. you know? Jesus. And people were buying wow. those. And, yeah. They were selling weed and, and, you know, whiskey, the two things you couldn't get there. So yeah. it was pretty, I just made friends with the foreigners, like the, like the Brits and the Aussies. And, and that's how I got my booze overseas. Yeah. Um, not, yeah. They had the price of $10 for the, the three seventy five bottle, you know? Ten dollars for those bottles of whiskey, and then forty dollars for pre-roll joints. But yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was just always too scared of smoking pot when I was in the Air Force. Like somehow I was going to go to jail or something. So, but as soon as I got out, man, I was right back on it. You know what's funny is is like my last year in, I was like, man, I can't wait to get out to smoke. Can't wait to get out to smoke because I was a fucking pothead before I went in. And then I got out and I smoked, and I'm like, man, this isn't what I remembered. And I don't know if it was just like. My buddy got me really shitty pot or whatever, but it was just like, yeah, it was, it was not, it was not fun and exciting at all. It also may have just been the people I was with, the environment. Like he got out, we got out the day, like we got together the day he got out. So I did not smoke pot every one time, not one time before we got together. And then it was like his mission to get me stoned all the time. Cause I was like, Holy shit, your lips are moving, and then I hear you talking from back there. <laughs> I showed her the importance of like a comfort pillow and you know how to properly use the carb bomb oh, oh, and way, all that good stuff. Hi, you know? mom and dad. They watched <laughs> on, on Wednesday. Yes, after. I did. I did taint your daughter a while back. So. Mm-hmm. All right, we got three kids and, and more ways than one. Mm-mm. Is that a hairless cat? Is that a hairless cat? It is. Yeah, it's a sphinx. Yeah. That's so cool. It is so cute. Now, is it is it for medical reasons, like hypoallergenic, or is it just because you think it's a cool-looking cat? Yeah, it's just because I thought they were cool. So, Gomez came from Russia. Um, I got him from a Russian Gomez. breeder. And, uh, like Adam's family, Gomez? Yeah. I love it. And, um, so, he flew from Moscow to New York City. Nick flew to New York City to pick Gomez up and then flew to Colorado with him. So, he's like an international traveler. <laughs> we had a uh, black black cat that was like a charcoal gray, but she looked almost black with green eyes. And we named her Wednesday. So, uh-huh. hey. <laughs> Initially, I was going to get another one. They do really well in pairs, but... Um, He's, he's a high maintenance and he's very needy and I'm not sure that he would do well with another one at this point, but it was going to be Morticia. So I was going to have a Morticia Aww. angle on this, but right now it's so cute. <laughs> so I'm, I'm about to ask you a question and the future of our relationship solely rides Wait, on your answer. Y'all have a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no pressure. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> what is your opinion of Halloween? 
Halloween is a lifestyle, not a day, not a, Thank not you. a holiday. I'm literally wearing like my freaking witch shirt right now. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween, like we we are legitimately already All planning our Halloween. We, we have we are boning up for this one. Last year was the first time day. we technically qualified as a haunt. Yes. Um, as oh, far as our setup and everything like that, yes. like we have nice. multiple sections, lighting, smoke. Like we can register now. We're like like sex offenders. We're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it. We've made it now. <laughs> so. That being That's said, if you can swing, if you can swing it making down for Halloween, y'all are more than welcome to join us. Well, yeah. Only thing is, this year we're actually going to um, on October the thirtieth in Connecticut. Is that what mm-hmm. it? I think it's in Connecticut. So there's this thing, you know, if you're familiar with like Ed and Lorraine Warren, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they formed the New England. They're the ones Paranormal that did the Conjuring. They're, they're the ones at the Conjuring. That's the Conjuring yeah. series. Oh, the real people that yeah. were based on yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So this year they're doing a like a paranormal conference on October 30th. So we're going to that Connecticut, and then then on October 31st we're going to Salem, Massachusetts for for Halloween. So you know nice. like where the Salem witch trials and all that. So we yeah. went to yeah. Salem last year, early October. Last yeah, last year. year, and they weren't doing Halloween in 2020 there. They canceled the whole thing, but apparently like thousands of people come in and like downtown is all full of people. And so it should be pretty awesome. So we're going to Salem for Halloween this year. And not to get too deep into it, because eventually we're going to have an episode just on this. But uh, a couple of years ago, we went to a haunted, abandoned asylum um, a few days after Halloween on the actual All Hallows Eve day. And it was crazy the audio recordings like i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to download well, all the audio recordings so i can it. i'm just gonna let y'all know watch that episode we're going we're back get in depth we might even pull up the recordings uh-huh. yeah it, it was, was it was incredible. like what well, was crazy about it and i'm not gonna go too much into it, but it was it was supposed to be like four or five couples that were gonna go and yes. everybody backed out except for us and another, another couple. couple and it was like mm-hmm. 500 bucks a night to rent this place out so it was oh, a lot wow. more feasible when it was uh yeah, yeah. a bunch of couples sure. but in hindsight it was way better with less people there because the, the facility noise. wasn't as big as you thought it was. Yeah. Like in the grand scheme of things, as far as well, noise pollution, there's and, three floors, and but I mean, even then, there's it's it's very easy for noise to travel. But that was fun. Like I can't wait to go back. We actually did an entire uh, anniversary of ours. Um, we went to San Antonio. We stayed in the uh, Yellow Rose Hotel, which is one of the most haunted hotels in the cool. state. Uh, it was yeah. the Emily Morgan. Or excuse me, the Emily Morgan, Emily which Morgan. used to be the Yellow, the Yellow Rose. Yes, it was yeah. the Yellow Rose. Um, we, we went to... Emily Morgan. Um, Emily Morgan. Yeah, we stayed there. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, so y'all know exactly. Yeah, we stayed and then, in the So we did, we did the, uh, the walking haunted <laughs> tour that night. Yeah. We went to uh, the most haunted bar in San Antonio and yeah. had some whiskey and cigars there. Yes. Um, back when you were so allowed to smoke inside places. And well, they didn't. Best. They didn't allow cigarette smoke. They only allowed uh, cigars. Cigars, uh huh. And oh. uh, yeah, we had brandy and cigars. It was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a good night. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, it was all haunted. Like we eat that yeah. shit up. We love it. Yeah, we do. We love it. Nick actually for my birthday is two days before Mother's Day, so he planned this like haunted weekend for us, and we uh we made oh gosh like four or five stops. Uh, one was um. At an abandoned jail or an old jail, it's no longer functioning, but it was like the first jail for the territory. And like the original cells are still standing and everything. So it was just the energy was um, unbelievable. And then we uh, we went and checked out some mines that were haunted. And then we stayed at this hotel, the Black Monarch, 
which the building is so rich in history. It was, uh, I don't know what year it was built, but it was very, very old. And uh, both my son and I woke up in the middle of the night because the doorknob was consistently for about three minutes, just rattling, 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 rattling. And it was, uh, you know, I asked the people in the room and they were all asleep at that point. They had been drinking. So they were like passed out, uh, passed out. And so we can only assume that it was, uh, you know, a spirit trying to get our attention. So it was really exciting to especially have our son, you know, experience it. Come as you're out of there. <laughs> the Black anybody. It's in um, Victor, Colorado. Victor, Colorado. Yeah. It's close to Colorado Springs. It's an old mining town. And it's awesome. The owners, they made this hotel and every room has a theme of a specific person. So so we stayed in the HH Holmes room and, you know, so he was like a serial killer that had built that hotel oh. in Chicago. And so we stayed in that room and there was a Tesla room and yeah. a few different ones. Like it was a super cool hotel for, you know, somewhere to stay, you know, if you're into kind of like the haunted stuff. Man, I eat that shit up. Yeah, like, I do. absolutely love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so piggybacking on that and, and you being uh, uh, with uh, an occult, practitioner i don't know what all the good terminology is but what is your thoughts on like spiritual mediums and and going in that route um when you what, what do you mean specifically when you say medium like a person who so so do you believe that that dead people can talk to you or is that more of just a a circus sideshow or do no, you no, believe no. that it's yeah, more of just a feeling or, or like what what is your yeah, I would say 100% there are ways to communicate with, you know, deceased, uh, with the spirit world. Um, some people can do that, you know, uh, can speak directly, but there's also other many methods where you can channel messages from spirits, methods of divination. Uh, I would never, ever, ever suggest that anyone use a Ouija board, however. Um, it's very dangerous. It, t- it tends to invite things in that shouldn't come into your home. So, I've but tried hey, that a like I said, there are ago. other safer methods uh, to to channel or talk to spirits. Uh, something really simple is even dousing rods. Uh, dousing rods are usually used to locate water in the ground, but um, they can also respond with spirit energy. So you can ask yes or no questions, and the rods can respond that way. And uh, you don't typically need to have any special set for that, other than just the dousing rods. So there's, there's actually. One of the uh, haunted tours in San Antonio, because we've done several of them, one of the haunting yeah. tours actually uses dowsing rods um, during the tour to try and, and and they give like just random people that are walking like we got them when we went and they give them yeah, to cool. you. And, and yeah, and I'm, I'm too retarded to use them because <laughs> I shake and I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like semi Parkinson's. I'm like Michael J. Fox Jr. <laughs> That's I, I am a shaker too, all. so I, I can understand that. So, hello, Lindsay. I so, hope you're recovering. I definitely respect your opinion, and and but we do know that there are frauds out there, and there are oh, yeah, people that sure. do take advantage of stuff of that. Now, Absolutely. with you, with you being a lot more knowledgeable in it than than I will probably ever be, what would your percentage be? As far as a guess of of who Fakes legit, yeah, legit versus charlatans okay and especially with people who are just like saying that they're like talking to spirit um i would say it's probably like 
96 to 4% actually people that have that gift. Um, I think that there's just a lot of people who can, who, and I don't want to say that they're crazy or there's something wrong with them, but they could possibly believe that they're actually channeling messages, but that they are not. And then I think, you know, probably 90% is just people who are looking for attention or trying to use it as, you know, a niche or something. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I think that's a fair assessment. What about the mediums? What about the ones that claim that they are professional mediums? What do you think the percentage is with those as far as being legitimate? Especially ones with TV shows. Yeah, um, I would say it's about the same. I mean, that's a very special gift. And I don't think that uh, if you have it, you're necessarily going to want to broadcast it because it would be absolutely overwhelming. So I would question anybody who is like widely um, offering that. I mean, when spirits start talking at that capacity, it has to be deafening at times. So I, I don't think that they would want to make themselves a beacon for that. I'm, I'm definitely a skeptic for, for a lot of that, but saying that regardless what your religious beliefs are, whether it's Christian, um, Wiccan, Buddhist, Muslim, Jewish, every religion has prophets that they believe in that actually spoke to spirits. They spoke to dead people. They spoke to demons. They spoke to angels or whatever the equivalent is for that particular religion. So to believe in whatever you believe in, you kind of have to believe that there's mediums and there's people that can talk to the dead. But yeah, I think I I agree with you a hundred percent with that. I think your stats are like probably pretty balls on just to put it out there. Y'all. Okay. And I'm probably going to bring this up during the, the ghost one we do Um, in the Bible. It actually talks about how when Jesus rose, he actually rose the dead of the village and they went and visited their family members. So, and like my parents are like hell-bent Catholic and they didn't believe me. I sent them this scripture of it and my mom's like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, they just don't talk about it. But if they're talking about ghosts in the Bible for crying out loud, clearly this has been around forever. This isn't something new. Yeah, I just, I, I, I I have to say, I I really respect your answer on that and, and, with those very people that said that they were like Wiccan or that, or that was um, that were from the occult that were like, Oh, well, you know, it's more like 70% that are actually real. They just don't realize they're real. And we're like, "Mm." no, (laughs) no. Are you sure? That's not, no, I would definitely disagree with that. I mean, there are different, different levels of gifts of that nature. I mean, but I don't think that they're quite that, like that prevalent or often occurring. I, mean, well, I, I, I definitely believe that there are um, people that are more sensitive. Like even if they can't hear, they can at least feel something or see something. I believe that yeah. some people can see stuff for other people can hear it and vice versa. Right. Um, and I also believe, and this is from personal experience that when two people are around each other, that, things are more likely to happen you, as far as so paranormal JD stuff. So and I have had more experiences since we got together than we ever did on our own. So we yeah. always wondered if maybe there was something between him and I like that and every pla- um, sparked it. Almost every place we've ever lived in the 18 years we've been together, there's been something. And, and what validates it for me is that people that come into where we're at have experienced stuff outside of us even without us saying anything. Ex- even those that don't believe and and that's the only thing that validates it for me is just 
of the outside. But yeah, and it's it, weird. And it's not overt and it's not all the time and it's not what people think it is. It's not. It's just, but. Yeah, it, I, I don't see a dude it, with a gun hole, you know, with half of his head missing, no. you know. Yeah. I've seen multiple instances where, you know, somebody will either ask Jessica to do something or in some cases pay her or make a donation or whatever, you know, do stuff. And, you know, it's hard to sometimes prove, right? Yeah. Like, how can you prove that, oh, her doing this magic spell actually equaled the outcome, but the timing of it, sometimes you can't dispute the timing where I can give a few examples. A lady, a, a lady that we know she's married. She wanted her husband to get a job and she asked Jessica to do a spell. The dude had been applying, had, had no luck getting a job. Jessica does a spell like the next day or two days later, he gets like an offer to be a pie chef or whatever, you know? And he gets like a job, actual job offer. Now he's managing one of those restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's crazy what happened to that. Um, you know, just do, oh, another, yeah, another one that a lady really wanted to be in a relationship. You know, she wanted to have a boyfriend or whatever thing. And Jessica did this spell. And all of a sudden, like all these dudes started coming out of the woodworks that want to be with her. And she's like, what the hell is going on? You know, like, where did all these guys come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> another one that I can use in our own personal life is, you know, we tried for over a year to get pregnant and it didn't work. And we like, we were put, putting in an effort. And, you know, um, like eventually we did this um, fertility egg. And it was within like one month of doing the fertility egg, the whole spell and ceremony that we did, and we got pregnant, you know? And it's like, did, man, David, did you for a put year. in that work? Trying to continue. It was fun. We were together five oh, yeah. years before we had a baby. We really didn't think we, we were actually good. looking into adoption. Yeah, and, I had, and, we uh, both had cancer of, two, of various kinds. So between the two of us, we really didn't think we could get pregnant. And actually, we were told we couldn't get pregnant, and we had one miscarriage, and so we thought that yeah. it was impossible, and yeah, and it happened. And so, now we have three kids, so there you go. So here's my thought on, on what you were talking about. Um, so whether it be subconscious psychological um, effects, you know, or it be legit spiritual occultish i don't i don't know the terms and i and i don't want to pretend that i do but regardless what caused it i think the outcome as long as it's positive does it really freaking matter you know Agreed. no but there's and, really and, negative outcomes too right like making somebody appear you know and not disappear like off the face of the earth but out of your life or out of somebody's life or whatever you know okay perfect example we have a friend she got pregnant had a baby. The guy's a total loser, right? He never helped with the baby. He never does anything. And she was like, can you just make him go away? He was just being a nuisance, but never actually doing anything positive. So Jessica does her spell. The guy literally disappears. (laughs) Nobody sees him. He never shows up. He never calls. He never does anything. We're getting ready to move out of Arvada. We, you know, we can't keep all this. In some cases, the the freezer has to be used in different things, right? So we can't keep everybody spelled up. Yeah, some stuff had to be released out. We released the guy. Literally, I think it was the same day, maybe the very next day. He showed back up again at the lady's house and like yeah. trying to be part of the kid's life again. And it's like, yo, he was gone for a year because we had him in our freezer. And they only and live sudden, like you know you he's know, back two blocks apart. So like he, they were yeah. in very close proximity, but she didn't see or hear or no one saw or heard from him really. So it was, yeah, yeah. 
It's pretty wild, or, man. Cause I'm kind of like you where I'm sort of, I'm more on the skeptical side, but I can't, I can't deny the stories that have occurred. You know, I'm a skeptical believer. Like if that yeah. makes sense at all, like I right. believe that a lot of this stuff can in fact be true, but I'm very skeptical. Like we've had a ton of paranormal experiences, but when I hear somebody else tell their stories, I'm like, you're full of shit, man. <laughs> but no, but I, I, expect, I expect other people to say the same thing about my stories. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of about the people, it's, it's very, the people that but, were there because we wouldn't tell anyone anything because we didn't want to lead them down a path and then they come and then they're like, oh, well, I saw what you told me. Yeah, that's the power of persuasion. Well, it's just like when, when we facts. did when we did to go to that haunted hospital and, and we did the, uh, the auto uh, review, we had our own set of headphones on and we were listening to everything. And the way we did it is that if we heard something, one of us would say, okay, stop. We'd write it down. And then she would write down on her pad and I would write down on my pad what we thought we heard without saying anything out loud. And then if if we heard the same thing, then the chances of it being a legitimate, legitimate yeah. um, EVP is substantially higher than if I said, hey, check this out. I heard and there's, Pablo's donkey dicks. And what was you know? crazy about this place... <laughs> yeah, right. And what was crazy about this place was there were some that were clearly did not know we were there. They were talking about metal, like medical things, like we're in the labor delivery like section, the and yeah. you can hear clamps yeah, and things like that. Yes, yeah. but then there were some intelligent hauntings where there's, answered you can directly hear, answer their one questions. answered our name, answered our questions too, said our names. Do you have a spirit box? We did not. No, I I have a very very difficult time in. In, in investing any kind of faith in that thing, just from a scientifically minded thing. Um, it's just very difficult for me to understand how a spirit would know exactly what frequency it needs to vibrate at to make X word come out, you know, and it's just kind of, and, and I, yeah, it's not that I'm completely a hundred percent against it. It's just, my brain does not understand it. So therefore my brain's like, yeah, fuck no. And, 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 really, if it, and if it were explained one, to me to where I could understand it, I might be more and open I to have it. I have actually physically used one at a hospital I used to work at because we were having crazy things happen. And the words that came up, there's no freaking way it could have just pulled them out of the air. Like it was right. uncanny, yeah. if that makes sense. So yeah. that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know that the science, I don't like you're saying, I can't, my lizard brain doesn't get it, but <laughs> The experience I've had using the machine tells me that there's something happening that, uh, you know, that, that is there because, um, like you said, two, like, well, I mean, similarities and coincidences don't exist, you know? So it's not like these incredible specific words are just, you know, it just, they're there for a reason. So, and then I've used it at places where it's been absolutely silent. So it's the experiences I've had with the machine made me really a believer with it, even though I don't, like you said, understand at all how the science no, works with it. I, I think that if I could get it to where it's producing results in conjunction with other devices and, and experiences simultaneously, I think that that would probably make it more of a legitimate piece of evidence for me versus just that as a standalone device. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was like that, plus there was something crazy on the video and I'm not a believer in orbs. Most of the times there's been there's very, been there's, there's been very few orbs and especially there was one, one picture of an orb where it was behind 
a door frame. And if it was something that was reflective, it would be in front of every object regardless yes. because it's, it's a reflection. But there was one that part of it was hidden behind the door frame. Which, But I wanted to digress to something that you were talking about as far as results with spells, incantations, things like that. And again, that's one of those things that falls into multiple religions because um, your parents, as she said earlier, is are very hardcore Catholic. And, and we were trying to sell a house um, right when the uh, housing bubble happened in, in 2015 and everything went to shit. And we sat on this house for like 18 months. We just dumped like 60 grand into, into sure. fixing it, doing tons of repairs. And, and we were trying to sell it. And then our mom said something about, it was, a, it was like burying a, a Jesus crucifix in a certain down. spot. Upside down. And it was yes. And within was, and within a, a week we had an offer really and then it was like That's very true. boom. Everybody like, has their superstitions, they have their yeah, beliefs, yeah. and and it, it it did, it worked. Yeah. So like, she's absolutely right. It did. Do I do I still believe that? No, but I definitely will agree with the results that the yeah. house finally fucking sold. And, and right? I mean <laughs> he's right, yeah. It, it so was, I think I, I I think to sum up this whole conversation, I think that every religion and belief in the center of it, with the exception of like the spaghetti fucking pricks that are just mocking everybody else. Um, every religion that kind of has the same core values and the same. And a lot of them, let's face it. I know I'm going to make enemies unpopular opinion. A lot of them are based on facts. I mean, they, uh, they obviously have something substantiating what their, their belief is. So why mock other people's beliefs? Yeah, Except for those spaghetti worshiping fuckers, just because they just <laughs> flat earthers, go fuck yourselves. Flat earthers. Yeah, and flat earthers, right. you go fuck yourselves. Exactly. <laughs> I will say that I have been studying religion uh, that encompasses every religion I can find out about for the last twenty five years of my life, and so therefore my practice involves aspects of every single. Every single ass, you know, every single one of those religions, which has kind of made it an, a unique uh, hodgepodge, if you will, <laughs> of, uh, and, and customs. Yeah. Well, I think I think JD's giving me my cue. Yep. It is about time to start wrapping up, man. Nick and Jessica. Okay, number one, I want to invite y'all back. I want to do like a full on straight up paranormal episode. We want to have you probably like another guest or well, two where yeah, we have like a we'll split screen to, going. We'll have to call y'all yeah, in cool. and everything for it. Uh, but I want to say y'all are both very professional, beautiful people, and I'm so glad we didn't talk about anything about your professions. <laughs> <laughs> and and thank you for dealing through the technical issues and, and being 25 minutes late with us. And again, just for being here, man, it, it's it's awesome bringing on a sponsor um, and not talking about the sponsorship at all. Just exactly. letting you see where your money's going. <laughs> the <laughs> or, shit show. You know, like like this the cool microphone show. setup and everything. But uh, no, but just uh, man, you bought this phallus shaped microphone. Congratulations, <laughs> Nick. Nick, you you've been there. You've been there for me um, behind the scenes a lot more than you know. Um, even just. Oh post that you make so God, thank you very much serious? i know I'm, I'm all like i'm all like how's it go like, <laughs> <laughs> oh you should have you should have had the camera on like two minutes earlier or three minutes earlier hey, nick, nick do you know why i know he doesn't love you he didn't spit on it first so wow it's all lust <laughs> but um thank you for being here uh thank you to all of our sponsors especially five by five brewing um out of mission texas 
Um, thank you everybody for watching. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and close it down for the night. And we'll see y'all in three, three weeks. weeks. We're taking the next two weeks off for our family vacation. Uh, yeah. Nick and Jess, don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you uh, as soon as we close this down. Uh, thank you, everybody. Y'all have a great night. Um, and goodbye. Good night, everybody. See ya.